Welcome to the Catholic Life Everyday, the podcast, where we will discuss tools and ideas that help parish leaders encourage parishioners in living their Catholic faith daily. Every month, we will cover a variety of short topics across a broad range of products and services offered here at Diocesan. In each episode, we will cover topics related to community, communication, and connection guided by this year's liturgical calendar. Discover, transform, journey, and prepare. The topics are designed to help you best serve the people entrusted to you at your parish. Hello, everybody. John Cardenas here, and welcome to another episode, episode number three of the Catholic Life Everyday podcast. I'm happy to welcome you all to uh, another conversation between myself and two of our experts. And today we are speaking with Heidi Galdis and Mark Wadiga, who you may know from some of our webinars last year. They both have helped many of you with training, support, resources, who knows what else they've done, but I know they've done some incredible things in the digital space here at Diocesan, and I'm sure they've done that same, share that same goodness with all of you out there. And what's really amazing about today's conversation is that there are some incredible ideas that we will discover today on how to increase engagement through promotion and messaging. So before we dive in, I'd like to invite everyone for a quick prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for this day, for the uh, presence of everyone in this podcast. For once again, Father, we are gathered uh, to share our knowledge and time with one another. Uh, God of infinite love, we want to thank you for uh, your reminder of your love and your call that we be more patient, gentle, and compassionate with others in our lives. Father, we turn to you and beg for your guidance. Please soften our hearts, help us to understand life, and as you see it, fit in in our role in this world, Father, and help us learn and connect and, and help inspire others through our work to help them live a Catholic life every day. Be with us this afternoon, Father, and send your Holy Spirit to guide us. As always, Father, we want to thank you for being our source of creativity, our source of innovation, and our inspiration to communicate with others. We ask this in your holy name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hello, Heidi. Hello, Mark. Hello. Thank you for being here again today. Welcome back, Mark, because I think we <laughs> haven't seen you since last year, Mark. It's been a whole year, hasn't it? I think it, it well, not that long. I hope it's not that long. <laughs> but uh, again, excited to have you both here. Mobile communication for today's Catholic is our topic for today's episode. But Heidi, Mark, tell us a little bit about you and what you do for diocese. I started with diocesan about six years ago, a little over six years ago, hired in, not knowing what I was going to be doing. I kind of, I answered a job posting on Facebook for a company here in town, technical customer service had no clue and was hired in and found out, oh, they have an app and I'm going to be doing customer support. How's this all work? So that's where I came in and I've been working with the app ever since. I dabbled in the evangelist side of things, but Heidi will tell you, I don't know a thing there. 
And so that's my experience with diocesan and family. I've got a wife and two kids, one in high school, one in college. They're having a load of fun, both educated in the Catholic school system from preschool on up. And, and then uh, that's really about it. I want to enjoy what I do and I love working with the people I work with and I love being able to help churches with their communication. Beautiful. And I love one in college. Wow. Freshman. Well, sophomore, first year, but she's a sophomore already. So I, I need to reach out to you as we get closer to that. <laughs> I have a 16 year old there. So and Heidi, I'm sure that you have. Oh, you guys are youngins. Oh boy. There we go. Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for the youngling. I like it. Yeah. Heidi, tell us about you. Tell us about you, Heidi, and what you do for diocesan. Yeah, well, then we start back in the beginning. I homeschooled my three kids all with the Catholic faith and really helped me deepen my faith. And so let's say we're growing and flowing because they're all adults now. I started working at a parish and I'm like, I really like working for the Catholic church. And then I started working at another Catholic parish. And as I'm working at these parishes, I'm working with diocesan on the bulletin. And then my parish and I'm realizing these people are great. I want to get into this company. Eventually there was an opening. I stepped in, it was always evangelists. So that's, I've been here three years now. I've done mostly evangelists, now I'm reaching out to other bands and helping with other products and everything. So I've been a little bit away from the customer support, but I'm still always there for you people. And now I am a grandma. So that's why I call you guys all youngins. <laughs> <laughs> and then my scientific right here, major, my dog is always with me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're a sidekick. That's awesome. Now, where can our viewers find you? Should they need your advice and assistance? Yeah, there's so many ways to get a hold of all of our customer support. Great ways to just go to our, our website, diocesan.com. I know for evangelists, you can go to evangelists.diocesan.com, send us an email. I know for Mark, it's the same thing if it's my fair shop at diocesan. My fair shop at diocesan. Yep. Okay. And then, of course, our 800 number, 800 994 Wonderful. Or 800 Okay. So there's two 800 numbers then. Two 800 numbers. Yeah. They both go to the same place. I'm so. either one. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. I didn't even know that. So. <laughs> I thought it was one 800 number. You know, but okay. Silly me. What's that again, Mark? I think it's a, a carryover. A carryover. Okay. It's past. Makes sense. Well, today's topic, we talked about where we're going to be sharing a little bit about mobile communication and for today's Catholic. And I believe it or not, you know, I do a tons of research and a lot of reading before we do these sessions and, and, uh, share, you know, the goodness of not only our company, but so many things that are happening across communication in the Catholic space. And I found myself reading about some of the trends in church technology today. You know, I found a consistent theme across these different articles. And what was funny is that there was a, there's a balancing act. You know, we talked about balancing act earlier in our episode one of this year's podcast. And, you know, funny enough, that theme, or at least for me, it's how it came across. There's this great balancing act that is created, you know, the balance of digital communication and the face-to-face, -face, especially with COVID in the past couple of years, as you both know, and we've all experienced collective trauma as we also share previously in our episode one this year, it's interesting what COVID has done for us and how much has changed in the space of communication, moving us away from that face-to-face -to, -face to that mobile approach or technology that's being made available today. So in doing a little bit more research and deepening my learning about where are we today, I found studies and I'll show one study that really 
gave me uh, a little bit of a somewhat of a goosebumps as far as we're looking at the numbers. You know what I mean? As far as what's going on, and and you may know this, and feel free to share your thoughts in and feelings about this, but the Pew Search Center is the name of the website that I went to to review this. I'm gonna read this, I'm gonna quote the site. And it says, for the first time, the Pew Research Center's Internet and American Life Project has found that cell phone ownership among adults has exceeded 90%, 90%. And cell phones are now being used by 91% of adults, according to the survey conducted between April 17 and May 19th, of 2,200 plus adults that the survey was conducted on. So, and it's funny enough, that same study that was done has been used by many other organizations that have, you know, that work in the same space as we do about reminding the parishes that not only we serve, but also other, other church members out there that are administration that this is real. This is happening. So my question to the two of you is, what can you tell us about technology in the Catholic space today? And I guess we can look at it from a diocesan standpoint. What, do you, what can you tell us about that? So it's not surprising at all. I mean, you think about it. Everybody has a cell phone. Even my 80-year-old father-in-law has two cell phones. Because he can't come up his old one. They gave him a new one. He's like, well, it's my old one. I'm going to keep this one too. So he actually has two cell phones that he uses. It's like <laughs> everybody has a cell phone. But there's so many great ways to get hold of people mm. using that technology. And my parish app is a great way to do that. Would you agree, Mark? Oh, wow. Of course. <laughs> I, I'm just wondering, can I give up my, my booklet that has the pretty picture on one side and the calendar on the other side now? Can, can I use this? this little piece of plastic and, and aluminum that's in my pocket for it's a lot lighter that so yeah the the phone the my parish app it's it's just kind of a thing that i'm constantly there's so many great resources there and there's great ways for the church to reach out and communicate with their parishioners and with their parish family i'm going to share something that i saw just the other day oh, so i i found this meme and i thought this is great. The one that I saw, instead of having all of these catchphrases of success, happiness, more friendship, objects and mirror closer than they appear, let is what it said. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find that one again. I searched for hours mm -hmm. yesterday. Ash Wednesday, through the last seven years of the Light Parish app, and yes, the app has been around for seven years. The Assassin's been around for 65 or so. Ash Wednesday is the most used app day in, in the calendar year. We have more hits across the 4,000 apps that we've built mm -hmm. where parishioners are going to their app to find out when they can get their ashes. So using the, my parish app, using the messaging, using the calendar and letting people know what's going on in your parish, parishioners find that valuable. Mm -hmm. Sure. And as such, yeah. we have, we, we're doing some things to hopefully make the app super interesting and valuable at this time of year. I need to tell you a story too, Mark. I was in church this past weekend. I was talking to somebody and Ash Wednesday is next week. And so she talked, we were talking about what are you giving up? What are you giving up? Mm -hmm. You know, how, how are you going to grow deeper in your faith? And she said, well, I'm giving up technology. I'm putting this all the way. I'm like, that's the worst thing you could do. 
<laughs> and as I'm talking to her, our priest comes over and it's like, why would she not want to do that? And I'm like, well, let me show you the my prayer shaft. <laughs> I'm like, but you'll see things on here from that. that they didn't, was not the last week, but maybe you can show them some of that stuff, Mark. I mean, there's so much that's going to be available for Lent. So in the My Parish app, coming up for Lent, there's there's been a couple of emails that we've sent out where you can sign up for this. We've got our background, which is beautiful. It was done by a woman named Jen Norton from the West Coast somewhere. So a very Lenten background with Jesus carrying the cross. But then we also are featuring a couple of magnificent reflection buttons. There's this Lent button and the restore button. Let's hit on restore because last week, John, you did a, a podcast with Sister Miriam. Yeah. I did it, I did it. I did it. In the app, and I believe through evangelists, right, Heidi? The, the, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sister Miriam to be doing a weekly video reflection coming from her book. And I think it's just going to be phenomenal. You can come in and open it up, read a little blurb about it, and listen to what Sister Miriam has to say throughout the course of Lent. And uh, yeah, it's so exciting. So exciting. So easy to listen to also. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sister Miriam is fantastic, isn't she? She is. And, I, and, and again, I had the pleasure of, do, of, of meeting with her last week with Tommy, with Tommy Schultz. And uh, what an incredible experience. I felt so like prepared and ready to tackle. <laughs> and I, I guess I'm using too much of an aggressive word, you know, while we, ha while we talk about Sister Miriam, you know, tackle Lent. But it really just how I felt so energized to, I can't wait to actually have the book here with me. Can't wait to get started with Restore next week. Ash Wednesday, you know, it's the first chapter, you know, if you call it a chapter, I guess it's really a journey, but it's definitely exciting. And I'm so happy that we have these resources available now through my parish app and evangelist. Yeah. I think it's going to be wonderful. And you know, there are lots of ways to grow in your faith, but this is just one that I think is going to be tremendous because sister Miriam, if you've ever listened to her, she is so full of love, so full of energy, and she's got such an amazing story. She does think it's going to be just a great opportunity for, for anyone young and old alike. That is so true, Mark. And along the lines of that, I guess, you know, as you're sharing all of these resources, which again, truly excited to see sister Mary already, we're seeing it live now. We you know we talked about it on our last podcast and, but we didn't have it all fully ready and available for everyone to see. So it's exciting to see it now fully in the, uh, in the app, but. I guess the question that I have for all of you, when we're talking mobile communication, we talk about, we hear a lot. I know personally, I hear a lot from my local parishes, my own parish alone, about the challenges that we all have professionals in communication and how to promote, how do we promote my parish app? How do you promote evangelists? You know, what, what have you found most challenging about that topic when you're talking promotion of my parish app and evangelists? Well, I'll touch on that a little bit. I, I have, have helped a lot of parishes get on board with evangelists and eventually, you know, they're usually already on my parish app, but they need to re-promote it and stuff. And you really have to be consistent in your messaging. I think Mark agrees with me on this. You can't just do one message a month. You really have to be consistent. And you're not going to overflow them with messages. It's good information you're sending out to all. When you send a message from evangelists, it can go to the people's email and the my parish app. It's going to be the same message that goes across, but you are going to reach them no matter what. 
And you may think to yourself, oh my gosh, I don't have time to create two messages a week for my peers. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm going to just show you this, especially for let work, really going to help you out. So I want to show you, we have things prepared for you. All you have to do in here is get in, get in there, go to your templates. We have things ready to go for you. Fish fries. We, who's not having a fish fry this week? There's the majority, I think I had 10 fish fries within five miles of my house. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick. I might hit two in one night, but that's fine. <laughs> But so, yeah, like at, even next Wednesday coming up next week, you're, I'm sure that all of these people working in the parishes are just have way too many things to do. So jump in here, grab one of our templates. They're so easy to use. You fill in the title, Ash Wednesday. You're going to send it to everybody because you want everybody to know about it, right? So when you get in here, look, the template is pre-made for you. It's got links and everything in here. The only thing you would have to fill in is your own parish information. So my little notepad over here, I just have the information I'm on top of it. I'm going to jump over here. This is all I have to do to here. And then I'm going to just center it so it looks a little bit better. But look how easy it is. And then on here, I can put my website, you know, or it's already got, it's already got prayer on there. I don't even just do anything there. Look at that. It's all set. I don't want to take the time to do this down here. So I may just, hey, we're going to delete that one. Look. What was that? Less than a minute. It's all set to go. And it's out there. This is going to go to my parish app too. So everybody in the my parish app is going to know when our Ash Wednesday Mantis will be. Anyone that goes to your Facebook page, it's going to hit them in whatever channel they are, are on. Exactly. So I'm, it's going to be out there. It's there for you to use. And we're here, to, like I said, describe. We're going to have once for each week of Lent. And here's the restore ones. They're pre-made for you. There's a restore Ash Wednesday. You don't have to do a single thing to this. You just pick which group you want to send it to, and it is out there ready for them to use. So Heidi, when it comes to engagement, you know, I think that that's, okay, that's one of our top, part of our topic today is how do we engage, you know, through messaging? What, what have you experienced? What have you learned, you know, when you're talking to so many parishes that you helped throughout the past few years, especially during, during COVID? I mean, there was that need of how, okay, what, what do I do different in order to keep, you know, our parishioners' attention, our community's attention with what is coming up? You showed us some beautiful resources here, not only from Fish Fry to Ash Wednesday coming up, and there's already a lot there that you can manipulate, change, modify, and it's already ready and available to send. Are there any other tips, ideas that you can share with our listeners, viewers today about engagement? And Mark, yeah. if you can... Feel free to pitch in too if you have anything on the My Parish app. There's two things I can really think of, and I've actually learned these from parish secretaries that I've worked with. So the first thing is um, timing. So when you're sending out that fish fry, don't send it on Monday. They're going to figure it out by the time the fish fry comes. <laughs> Maybe send it on a Wednesday and then send it again a couple hours before the fish fry starts. And that's true with stations of the cross too. Send out a message for stations. People forget about that mm-hmm. until they see it in their email or the My Parish app, and they're like, oh, yeah. Hey, I can make it there in time. Let's do it. So it's time is one seven o'clock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the second thing is, you have to show beautiful messages. It's, and this is a quote I got from my, one of my peer secretaries. Bless her heart. She said, "It's just like food. You eat with your eyes first. True. If it's not pleasant looking, <laughs> if it's not something that's going to grab their attention, they're not going to pay attention to it. So you really have to make things pleasing in people's eyes." Right. This isn't fast food. Sometimes that's necessary to make an urgent message, but I'm, no. Mark, 
I, Mark, I thought you said this is not, not a fast food show or something. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know Tommy was talking about food towards the end of our episode. That was so relatable. I will say that was a great <laughs> bit of uh, Tommy in that. And this is again, for all of you, all of us, this is from our episode too, with sister Miriam. There was a segment about fasting and eating yumminess and the joy of that <laughs> <laughs> that comes with all of that goodness of manja. Anyway, I'll, I'll digress. Mark, any thoughts on my parish app? Well, Heidi, you hit it on the head. I mean, messaging isn't a once and done thing and neither is promotion. I mean, if you want, if you want the app to be successful, you have to tell people you have it. And that's not a one-time thing. It's, it's a every week in your bullet or at least every couple of weeks in your bulletin and then maybe once a quarter, once a month, an announcement from the, the pulpit. Um, but, but as far as the app goes and the messaging, there are so many good things that we can rely on. There are templates like Heidi's showing from evangelists. There are different websites that you can go to where there's messages available and We've got one from our admin resource center that has pre has messages that you can simply copy and paste and schedule into your app. Hey, Mark. There's so many resources on our website, though. If you just there. get out there and you look for it or call us, we'll help you. We're here to help you get through all this. You're right. That's, that's so true. You know, they have to give us a call. We're just a phone call away, I guess we can say. Yeah. Now, these are great resources. I know we want to keep this short for all of our listeners, viewers, for all of you to take in, share with others out there. But with so many available resources out there for parishes today, how do you know that an app or a cloud-based marketing communication tool is the right tool to use for my, for my parish? That, that's a question that has often been presented to me when doing introductions about evangelists and my parish app, we've done some webinars together, introducing the product together for our customers. And that question comes up often is what's it, what is, what should I do? Should I do the app? Should I do cloud-based marketing? What are your thoughts on that question team? Yeah. Well, for evangelists, you can definitely get statistics on the messages to see who's opening them to see, you know, see if they are actually clicking on the links. That's a great way to see. First of all, what messages they're reading. And second of all, if they're actually receiving the messages. So there's statistics you can look at. That's a great way to find feedback if they're if it's working for your parents or not. That is so true, Heidi, because I think, you know, we often rely on what other people are telling us that they're using or how they're experiencing communication from a parish. But you, it's a given, you know what I mean? Yeah, technology is there, but what is technology doing for you? And technology offers features, stats. You have statistics. You can go in and identify what was clicked, how many people view that message. So great tip right there. I always forget to share that with our with our customers yeah. when that question does come up. And Mark, I know with my parish app, we do have analytics also. Actually, had to rebuild them. We lost our analytics platform right before COVID and we had to rebuild from scratch, but yes, we do have numbers and that's good because contrary to what you just said, John, I think a lot of times people aren't going to come to you and say, wow, I love what you're doing with your emails or with your app or with your website. They, they, they don't tell you it's, it's, it's in the back of their mind. So it is good to have those numbers that you can look at and have concrete evidence. My experience as a volunteer app admin at my church is that every once in a while, 
someone will come up and say, wow, there's some great stuff here. Thanks for doing it. But it's few and far between. So, so the numbers are good. Um, but I would caution and caution you not to put too much emphasis on numbers because we're talking people here. People aren't numbers. I mean, the point is to give people resources. That's what I like about the app. There are so many faith building resources there. So there's communication. We can tell people what's going on in the parish, but the goal is to have our parishioners grow in their faith. And so with the app, we have those faith building tools built mm-hmm. in. Now app cloud-based marketing tool. What should we do a combination of the two? Should we use them, you know, in certain scenarios? What are your thoughts on that? Start with Heidi. Yeah, you know I mean, I think they're great hand in hand. For the one thing for, I, I know app is much better is when you have a group and they want to communicate amongst each other, that's the perfect platform to use that is the app. They could just talk back and forth inside the app. You can't do that with evangelists. Evangelists more, I need to get this information out to everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not a talk back to me kind of platform. So, but it's it's got the beauty in it. It's got the ease in it. It's something very, that many people in their parish can use, not just one. Okay. Mark? I, def- I think both are important. I mean, the more channels we have, the better off. Because every every secretary, every usher knows when you're sitting at the door handing out a bulletin, not everyone picks it up. Well, it's going to be the same thing with email, with text, with the app. You're not going to get everyone on any one channel. So the more channels you can push information out to, the better your chances are of getting your entire parish to be aware of what's going on. Great point, Mark. I mean, that's a great way to put it. You get a bulletin that one in five people are going to take that. Yeah. Two and five are going to look at it on their app and the other three are going to see it in their email. So right. you have to use all those. Right. To get it emailed to them through Discover Mass or something like that. But yeah. And Mark, I was waiting for your question that we brought up yesterday. I was like, Mark is going to say it. Mark is going to say it. He never said it. What about our, you know, demographics? When we look at technology from a demographic standpoint. My gosh. If you remember the question. What's the question? <laughs> What's the objection, I should say? What's the objection we often get? From- what is the question? The objection. Gosh, the objection is, well, our parish is all old people and no one's listening. No, <laughs> no one's online. No one has the technology. And John, you, you alluded to it earlier. 90, what'd you say? 90%, 90%. of people, of adults have a cell phone. And very few of them have flip phones. I think most flip phones will be made obsolete in the next month or so right with the loss of one of the platforms so that older generation that we always discount they have the technology they use the technology mm-hmm. um, it's not always in phone form a lot of times it's in an ipad or a tablet but they haven't used the technology i had a, a choir member at church he's since passed away a couple of years ago great guy bob had his phone and he would do more stuff than the three of us put together <laughs> and he'd tell you what, what he had for dinner last night. <laughs> I have a quick, really quick story too. Back to the days when I could go to daily mass when I was working full time. I've you know, you sit there in daily mass, you usually see the same people, you know, yeah. it's the same crowd on one day, Tuesday, whatever. And I'm sitting there and one time, just, you know, a mom and a couple of kids came in 
had time to come to mass and they're sitting in the pew in front of me and they're looking around. They see a couple elderly people. They were definitely over 80 with the phones in their hands during mass. <laughs> and I, the 10 year old boy is looking at his mom like, right. I could hear them whispering the whole time. So after I messed up, I went to him, I said, why don't you ask that gentleman what he was using his phone for? <laughs> so I walked him over because I knew the guy and I knew what he was doing with the phone. And he's like, the little kid's like, sir, you should have your phone out during mass. And the old guy, fantastic. Of course, he goes, let me show you what I was looking at. It was the mass. It was the readings for the mass. It was the responses for the mass. Well, like, I can't hear so well, but I can see it on my phone. I can see it on the phone. I was like. Brilliant. <laughs> what a great example. Can we replicate that across the nation and let everyone know? It does happen. You just need to teach how it, how it can be. Exactly. Yep. And I think, unfortunately, through COVID, there's a lot of churches that still don't have the, the paperwork. They don't have the missile in front of yeah. the pews anymore. That's true. Money to print that out. That is true. Well, one more time, where can our viewers find you? Should they need your advice and assistance? Heidi, Mark? For evangelists, you can email evangelists.diocesan.com. Okay. Or for my parish app, it's my parish app at diocesan.com. And then you can reach either of us at 800-997-8805. Wonderful. Well, I want to thank you both for your time. And I'm sure we're going to have to do something else in the near future. So again, truly, truly grateful for your time and mind space in this setting. So thanks, Heidi. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Uh, thank yeah, you. Thanks, John. Thanks everyone for attending. Yeah, major will be our new mascot. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed our episode and hope everyone takes advantage of some of the resources available at My Parish App and Evangelist. I'll repeat it again. You can visit myparishapp.com for My Parish App resources. And for evangelists, you can visit diocesan.com forward slash evangelist. I hope you will continue to join us in future episodes. Please visit diocesan.com forward slash podcast for today's recording and any future episodes. Uh, there's a lot in store this year, so stay tuned for some exciting episodes. Finally, thanks for joining us on the Catholic Life Everyday podcast uh, produced by Diocesan. For more information and episodes, visit diocesan.com forward slash podcast. And finally, find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash diocesan publications. On behalf of the diocesan family, God bless.